Hello, and welcome to Common Heathens episode 42. I am just waiting for my video to start because it won't let me pause it before I start it. Um, there we go. Yay, oh, caught, yes. it. caught it. <laughs> welcome, everybody. Today we're going to be talking about something that's not very pleasant, but I think it's on everybody's mind. Like the whole world is kind of shocked by what's going on down there. But first, if you would like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash common heathens and you can contribute to our SoundCloud account, which actually we are now making less than what I pay monthly for SoundCloud. So if you could hop on there now. <laughs> well, that'd, be, that'd be good. <laughs> yes. yeah, but, yeah, then we won't be in the red anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Uh, patreon.com slash common heathens and you can follow us on twitter at common heathens and on facebook facebook.com slash common heathens and i am godless underscore mom on twitter and my buddy here is mr oz Hello. atheist on twitter how you doing yes. donovan i'm doing very well thank you i've had some good news which i can't talk about yet um not related to being the Mr. Oz Atheist or the, the podcast in my personal life, but hopefully on our next one um, I can talk about it, which would be good. Um, but it is, it's given me a bit of a buzz and a bit of a spring in the old step, which is good. And my football team is playing, let's say, just above average football, like not really at the top of their game, but they just keep winning. Oh, nice. So I think we've won six or seven in a row now, and oh my god, it's it's we're we're playing about our best for about a game goes for about 120 minutes. We're playing our best for about 10 or 15, and we just keep winning. So that's a good sign. So once we we start to click, and we've got a, a, a quite a few of our best players out um, through injuries. So hopefully towards the end of the year, all our great players are there. We start to click as a team and. Who knows? Hopefully we can go six points better than we did last year and not lose the grand final with basically the last kick of the match. <laughs> oh, still cool. heartbroken over that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And um, last weekend, um, <laughs> me and my fam squad went out to um, to go and see John Wick 3 and we met at the... Uh, the mall or the shopping center, as we call them, and we um, we're going to meet up for drinks. And as um, me, uh, my fiance and daughter were walking through to meet up with my sister and her crew, um, the power went out, and the whole center just went black. Oh, wow! I'm going, what the hell? <laughs> um, so that didn't happen, and we actually had a friend from work who was in the cinema at a time what at the time watching a different movie and she messaged and said oh my god all the power's just gone out in the cinema um what's happening <laughs> and we said well we're actually here outside and it's all out here as well so that was fun so we still haven't seen it so that makes me mad Dang. <laughs> yes, but, like and how about you how how's how's canada I am good. I'm more healthy than last time. However, I was just telling Oz before we went live that I'm still a little stuffed up because this sucker is just lasting forever. But it, it might be it might be allergies. Uh, my mm. husband says I'm in denial that it's allergies. Oh, okay. So it could be that because it is spring. It's that time of year. Yeah. You might need some antihistamines. Yeah. I don't like that, though, because it, mm, you know, 
it clouds up my brain and then oh, I'm just it? I can't write, I can't do anything and F that. Oh uh, yeah. But I'll can you cope. do that anyway if you're all stuffed up? Yes, I can. Oh, well, that's all right. To work okay. through it. Wow. Power through. Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get it. Get on the um, Manuka honey bandwagon. What's that? Well, funny you should ask. I was really confused because we keep hearing about it here. So apparently, it originated in New Zealand and now it's available here. Mm-hmm. And I was reading about it, and it was talking about the plants, right? The manuka plants, and I thought, but like, I'm pretty sure honey comes from bees, right? But now they're talking about how they get it from this manuka plant. And then when I read just a fraction further, it all made sense. It's that bees exclusively pollinate, like live around the manuka plant, and the honey that comes from that is is manuka honey and obviously that makes a lot more sense than honey coming out of a plant which yeah. i probably could have realized you know um but yeah apparently it's got all these um and and not not woo you know like actual there's actual evidence that it's got um goodness i can't remember what it is in it but stuff that like helps you you know, get over colds. I don't I, colds and so I don't think it's vitamin C or omega three or anything like that. But it it's it's good good stuff. And yeah, yeah a, a lot of people are singing its praises at the moment. So yeah, get, get on some of that. Maybe that'll help. But yeah. if you can't get it there, yeah, I don't know if you could. Don't know. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, but it tastes nice. I, I've just had it on toast as as normal honey, and it does taste good. So that's a win at least. Honey is yummy. Honey mm. is very yummy. But yeah, other than that, just baseball. Baseball, baseball, baseball. So my son is in baseball. Uh, so there's there's two yep. practices every week. And then on the weekends there's usually a game on Saturday and Sunday. Although this weekend we get no games, which I'm I love watching them play, but yeah. You know, it's nice. It's time. It's yeah, time. it's an effort. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So we have an uncomfortable topic to talk about. Yes, your um, your neighbours to the south. Yes, a little too My close for comfort God. sometimes. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, all this. I think I know it's been brought up, but all this talk of the wall on the southern border—that's what Canada should be talking about. Yeah, except well, we're we're a little bit more smart than that because we know that the wall isn't going to do anything because. Yeah. Planes fly and boats yeah. float. So, <laughs> unless yeah. we had like a horse field, you know. I've been watching and, a lot of Star know, Trek lately. And you can always go around a wall too, and just yeah, yeah, go or around yeah. the outside, climb it various but ways. There is a current, and there has been for a while, but it's it, it's escalated, and I think it's fair to call it a war on women at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with completely harsh, ridiculous, basically tyrannic ab- abortion rules, isn't it? I mean, that's the heart of the problem. Yeah, it is. And um, they're, it's just like the harshest abortion laws we've seen in a long time are kind of popping up all over the place in the US. And specifically, most of the talk has been about Alabama, but they've done it in Iowa, although that was overturned, I believe, in January. 
and Mississippi and Ohio and of course Georgia, which has taken it a step further. So the 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 laws that they've passed or the bills that they've passed in those states in Alabama and stuff like that is um, that you're not allowed to have an abortion after around six to eight weeks of pregnancy. So after you can detect a heartbeat, um, mm-hmm. which is often before the woman even knows she's pregnant. Yes. Um, I didn't know that I was pregnant with, with my son until like uh, way after that. Which <laughs> is <Just laughs> not in tune with what was going on. But anyways. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> similar bills were blocked in North Dakota and Arkansas. And then Georgia has taken it a step further and said, well, all those other states, their their bills are for any abortion unless it threatens the life of the mother. So even right. in cases of rape and incest, a woman has to carry the child to term. Um, at, but in Georgia, they've taken it a step further where they have said that if you do get an abortion anyway after the six to eight week period there, um, you can be charged with murder. And oh my God. And if you are found to be responsible for a miscarriage, you can be charged with murder. So oh. so let's just let's just let's just talk about that little oh. part first for a moment. Okay. Yeah. So I've known people who have been pregnant who have had like a sip of champagne or um, a small glass of wine or who didn't know that they were pregnant. Like I didn't know that I was pregnant when I first moved to, to Mexico and I just moved to Mexico. (laughs) And I had a fair fair bit of of beers in that period there. Um, And so anybody could use that, right? Anybody could use that information, which is totally harmless. And we know that, like we know that one glass of wine during an entire pregnancy isn't gonna hurt the baby. Um, yes, we know correct. this, but you could easily use that as evidence. Like if somebody sees you drink in public, like one drink and you don't know you're pregnant and then maybe the next day you realize you're pregnant or something like that. And then three weeks later you miscarry, they could use that as evidence that but, you're responsible for their mi- miscarriage. You could then face up to 99 years in prison. That is just outrageous. Yes, That's draconian. Like, and I, um, there was a lot of talk around when it was happening because the bill in Alabama was passed by, I think, it was twenty-two or twenty-five white men, and so many people said these are the men who have told women they can't get abortions, right? And had to point out to people that every one of those men is a legislator because women voted for them. Mm-hmm. A, a, a male candid, candidate that gets no votes from women doesn't get elected. Yeah. So the the, the issue that it's a war on women by men is, is wrong. It's a mm-hmm. war on women by the Christian conservative right, including yeah. women in the Because the governor who signed the bill in Alabama is a woman, and she said that Alabama now um, recognised that every 
life is a gift from God or words of faith. She definitely named or put God in, in what she had said. And, you know, that it, it means they've legislated what they believe, what they believe their religion says. Like that, mm-hmm. that's the bottom line of which in America should be unconstitutional. But it is, this is not, yeah, this is not men doing this. Yes, it happened to be men who passed this bill in Alabama, but a woman signed off as governor. And like I said, every single one of those men is there because women voted for them. So yeah. it's just important, I think, to to understand who the, the bad guy is here. Yeah, um, I think the, one of the perfect examples of this is Tommy Laren, who... Yes. She's a con- outspoken conservative. Well, she, she, ditch pig. Um, and she's, I don't <laughs> like her. I don't like what she stands for. She has promoted these people for years and years and years and supported them and argued for them for years and years and years. And now that this bill is passed, she has come out and said it's gone too far, which I totally agree with her. It is, it's, it's gone too far, but she is partially to blame for that. Like she yes, exactly. is part of that conservative machine that yeah. is powering for Yeah. Because the, the, the thing is the, the, the Republicans and the Christian right within the Republican Party, which is, you know, pretty much everyone, um, they haven't been secretive about their views. Mm-hmm. So th- this hasn't come as a surprise. Like everyone, you know, may be shocked at the degree or shocked at the goal of actually going through with it, but no one is shocked that this is their policy because they have said this since day one. This is what they want, and yeah, like when I when I read, um, how do you say your name, Tommy, Tommy, bitch face. Yeah, I don't really whatever care. Whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I saw her tweet saying, you know, it had gone too far, like I had to run out to the backyard and vomit and then have a shower because I agreed with her, mm. and that was disgusting. Like, because she, she's vile. She is a vile p- person. Mm. Um, but yeah, she said something I agree with. But you make a very good point. Like these are the people she champions. Yeah, and you know, you you get people saying, "Well, how can how can any woman live in Alabama now, like or Georgia or wherever? They've got to move." And you go, "Well, no, they want these people there. These are the people they voted for." So. I don't know how to get it across to people that it's religion being imposed on those who don't follow it. That is what's going on here, and that Mm -hmm. is the issue, and that's what needs to be stopped. Well, I think it also has a lot to do with um, just complacency because we know the the voting records of Americans is usually less than half show up. Yes. You know, less than half of the... um, the eligible voters actually show up to cast their vote and granted a lot of these people are you know living under the poverty line they're working a hundred jobs they're trying to feed their kids they're not thinking about who to vote for but at some point they they, they're gonna have to right like they're gonna yeah they they're gonna have to learn to prioritize politics like one of the things that i think pardon my dog in the background she's (laughs) having a fit 
(laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, it's, it's just completely. And hold on a second. There's you take over. There's people coming into my house. (laughs) (laughs) So um, yeah. uh, What were you saying? There's completely something. Um, But yes, it's like in Australia, we have, um, we have compulsory voting. So (laughs) (laughs) we have compulsory voting. Hi, Lucy with a shoe. (laughs) Um, So we, we, we actually get uh, above 98% turnout. Mm -hmm. Now, part of the problem we do have, we had over 600,000 uncountable votes. So people who either um, just scribbled on it, wrote stuff, didn't fill in anything at all. Um, That's a a lot, especially like our population is only 22, 23 million or something. So that's a lot of invalid votes. Um, but we do have a very, very high turnout and I've read articles saying that I know America will never go for compulsory voting, but if voting is compulsory, you actually get a better result for everyone mm-hmm. because it's not just the, the, the people motivated at each extreme who, who are voting, you know, it, it, it's everyone literally. And, you know, the, even though there were you know, a few hundred thousand invalid votes, the vast majority of people do vote properly. And then, you know, you it's almost a true democracy in that you genuinely do get the result that the people wanted. Not all the people, obviously, especially when we had our election a couple of weeks ago and we voted in the dickhead party again, which was a real shame. Um, and there's reasons for that. We have what what you call a, a coalition. So we have the Liberal Party, which for our friends in America is actually our conservative party. And then we have the Nationals, which is basically the Liberal Party, but for people in the country. And then in Queensland, we have the Li- Liberal National Party because they all decided to get officially together. And then what happens is the Liberal Party and the National Party and the Liberal National Party (laughs) form a coalition and with those three parties together, they actually win enough seats in Parliament to form government. Well, at least they did this time around. Whereas the main opposition party, the Australian Labor Party, flies solo. So almost always the, the Labor Party gets more votes than the Liberal Party does, almost always. Um, but they don't necessarily always win government because once you add in the seats that these other parties win. Yeah, that's um, how it works yeah. here. To yeah. get the coalition government sometimes. Too. Yeah, so we, we've got a Greens party um, who, you know, very environmentally focused and, and you know, um, climate change and all that. And they got 10% of the primary vote, but I think only one seat in parliament. And the National Party got 5% of the primary vote, so half. They're in government, and the deal they have with the Liberal Party is that they pick the Deputy Prime Minister. So they got half as many votes, yet the Deputy Prime Minister of the country is actually coming from their party. So it it does throw up these oddities. Mm -hmm. But getting people, making people vote 
you at least get them to um to think a little bit. Like you have to. Like even if you think I'm going to walk in and not vote for any of these dickheads, um, at least you've thought that far. Whereas, like you say, if you're working hard, two jobs, you got kids, and I mean, yeah, you're not going to give it any consideration at all. And then, you know, you end up with people like Trump in the White House, despite getting three million fewer votes than his counterpart, and you know, nowhere near, nowhere near half the votes of the country itself. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe compulsory voting is something the US should consider somehow. I know well, they will never go for it. But. No, they would never go for it because they, they're so, like, they love to talk about their democracy. But it's really, in my opinion, it's not a democracy unless everybody is participating because yeah. a democracy is a government by the people for the people. But that's, I mean, that's the biggest problem in Canada too, right? And, yeah. and, it's that people just don't care. And what I was going to say before the ruckus happened um, <laughs> was that one of the things that drives me crazy is when I meet somebody new or I'm talking to somebody and I, you know, I bring up some, I always do this. I, I'm very, <laughs> very bad at small talk. I always jump to something <laughs> like really deep, you know, and then people uh, are yep, like, yeah. <laughs> but that's just me. Like I just, I, I, I don't care what the weather's doing. I really don't care. But it's unless it's like really interesting, like earlier we're having a thunderstorm. But anyways, it I hate it when people say I'm not into politics. You know, I can't stand that. Like politics is is everything about the world around you, right? Like it's yeah. every every law, every bylaw, every everything, everything that shapes the world that you live in has to do with politics. So how how can you actually say you have no interest in that? Like, I guarantee you that if your basic rights start going away, you're going to care, right? Like you do actually care about it. You're just not, because everything seems fine right now, you're not interested in doing anything. But that's ultimately, it's the ignorance. It's just this ignorance that people have that they, Mm. you know, it's, it's more important to talk about like, you know, the, the gossip from a crazy lady down the street or something like that. Like, it's just a lady show on Netflix. Yeah. It, it's funny because I was saying this to, I can't remember who it, I think it might, might've been my mom. I was saying like, have you ever been in a conversation where you just like, like it's just a lighthearted situation and you start talking about something really deep and then everybody just kind of disperses. <laughs> that's like that's my yeah. whole life right like that's my whole life i'm so socially awkward in real life because i just i don't have time for the small talk i i can talk about silly things and things that don't matter so much but i also like to talk about things that are deep and matter mm. to me and i think it should matter to everybody and i think if more people cared about this stuff these things wouldn't be happening right like I just, I don't know how to make people care. I don't know how to make them care. Mm. And I think like compulsory, what? I said it is hard. Yes. Yeah. Like I think compulsory voting would help, but I think they need to have like, um, like it needs to be voting needs to take place on a holiday. They need to have mandatory time off to, to vote. And that's paid time off because like, especially in Alabama, the reason why this, type of a law passes in Alabama so easily is because it is an extremely, extremely poor state. And 
95% of the people are like scrambling for the next meal, right? They don't yeah. give a shit who's casting which vote for who, or can't, they can't take time away from their three full-time jobs to, to, to go and, and cast a vote, right? Like, I think it mm. needs to be made way easier, maybe even online voting, but way easier to vote. And, and obviously education also p plays a key, which Alabama ranks 50th yeah, in, out of all 50. 50 states. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to make people care about the stuff. Yeah. Um, I had something, you said something that made me want to say something. Yeah. So in, in Australia, we always vote on a Saturday. So it is time off, like for most people, obviously, you know, a lot of people still work a Saturday. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The the other thing I hear about a lot is voter roll purging. And it's like, like the GOP mm. purged the voter roll. And I think, well, how can they do that? They're a political, because we have the Australian Electoral Commission. Mm -hmm. right? So they run elections. That's their job. And they're an independent, you know, separated from any political party body who runs and counts the elections right so the, the you know the australian labor party can't kick anyone off the voter roll they, they don't have that power they don't, they have no ability to do so and like when i was growing up like america was always championed as the country of the free and the land of opportunity and and all this stuff and their freedom and their 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 civil rights, you know, were second to none. Mm -hmm. And now the reality of that is clearly not true. But no, things it's not. like people lined up to vote. We saw this last time. People lined up in massively long queues to vote who then don't get to vote because the voting the voting venue shuts. Mm -hmm. And like that would never happen here. If you're in line to vote here, you vote. You get to vote. No question. And like our polling booths close at six but in that's the technicality in reality the the queue stops at six so if you 6 p.m if you're in the queue before 6 p.m you will vote no question yeah we um, have you know we have like advanced uh voting as well for like weeks ahead so oh, yes, there's, just, there's no way that you can not get your vote counted yeah. unless you're just not going to vote yeah so we we Technically, we're only allowed to vote in advance if we won't be, um, if we can't do it on election day. Like, so you know, we'll be away, we'll be camping out in the bush, or you know, in a plane overseas or something. But like this election, I think we had nearly five hundred thousand people vote early, and you know what? There is no chance they are all all away on the Saturday. And um, yeah, I voted early as well because it's just a bit easier like you might you know you've got the time or you know you happen to be near the place and we we only have to give our name and address like we don't need to show id like you tell them who you are you get marked off and then she's like and have you voted anywhere else in this election yet no and i mean just saying no is enough you could literally vote a hundred times if you wanted to you could mm -hmm. work that out um and then she said, oh, are you allowed to vote early in this election? I went, yep. He goes, there's your forms. This is what you do. Have a good day. And yeah, here it's just voting, like early voting opens weeks in advance, and then yeah. they don't care. Like it's not, yeah. for, it's for anybody who 
Uh, just wants to just avoid the to... lineups, but we yeah. don't have lineups here because we've got like 17 people in this town. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but we should probably get back to the abortion topic. And oh, yes. <laughs> I think, I think that, um, so the, one of the things that I've read about, oh my, I have notes here and I've got a big WTF crossover this. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so I can't remember the guy's name, but some Alabama lawmaker, he said, um, what did he say? He said, anything available today is still available up until the woman knows she's pregnant. So, so what he's saying is that you can still, uh, with once this law is in effect, you can still get an abortion until you know you're pregnant. Oh, my God. I mean, this is how dumb they are. I think he's talking uh-huh. about like the plan B pill, but I mean, generally you have, like generally speaking, you have to know that you're pregnant in order to have an abortion. <laughs> like that's like, kind what are you of how do? it works. Just book in one every week. I don't know. <laughs> like, cause you can't like, don't even, you know, say, Oh, you know, I had a bit of a special cuddle last night. I better go in next Thursday and get an abortion. You know, what if you're busy next Thursday? Or what if you you, you had the special cuddle and the place you want to go to, you know, is all booked up or something? You read too much Stephen King. <laughs> special cuddle yeah. sounds like dirty pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Sexual intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you do? Yeah, just plan a regular monthly visit to get a what's it? Is it called a curette? Is that the term? You know, I don't know. I, I don't want to be insensitive, but the one where they vacuum you out a little bit <laughs> up the what's it? Up the what? I don't want to be insensitive. But what's it? <laughs> okay. Yeah, hey, right now we're, we're... watching. I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, just for a moment, abortion is not a laughing matter. No. We just tend to laugh about a lot of things, but um, but yeah, that, no, that, but does... seriously, like, I mean, that is a ridiculous thing to say. You can get an abortion up to the point where you know you're pregnant. It, yeah, it, that is ludicrous. I know. And I bet, I bet he said it genuinely. Like. I bet he wasn't trying to be flippant or stupid. I bet he genuinely thinks that's a reasonable b- position to put yeah. people in. Well, I mean, in. he's an Alabama lawmaker, so he's had the yeah. grade two equivalent Canadian education. Um, mm. No, maybe grade one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I. so here's the thing. With these laws being passed, Right now, there's a reason for that. And the reason for that is that because of the Supreme Court and Mm. the way that it's laid out right now, people believe that Roe versus Wade, which gave American women and trans men the ability to have an abortion, um, is going to be overturned. They believe it's going to be overturned by this new Supreme Court, and that's why they're passing all of these laws. Because when they tried to do it in Arkansas and North Dakota and Iowa, it got overturned, um, citing 
Roe versus Wade, right? Um, yeah. Because federally, you have the right. So uh, that's something that's actually pretty scary because if you yeah. look at the Supreme Court, it's it's real, right? Like it's yeah. it could actually happen. It's very likely that it's going to happen. Yeah. Somebody but, said but, by the end of this summer. Wow, that soon. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess yeah, if it goes up through the ranks and gets to the Supreme Court, then yeah, they rule, and then that's what becomes law, isn't it? Yeah. But but what about oh, I don't know enough about law, especially at Supreme Court level. But wouldn't what about the Roe versus Wade precedent? Because I know I've watched a lot of trials, some of them fictional, and by some of them I think all of them, but I know. In law, precedent does matter, you know, yeah. and 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 previous cases and and rulings are cited a lot. So, yeah, that's kind of the function of Roe versus Wade, right? Like that's yes. the precedent that's been set, but that's not it's not a forever thing, right? Like it's yeah. there's various ways that you can overcome precedents like that, um, which is a good it's a good thing in law to be able to. Yes look at things at a case-by-case basis and judge based not just on what we used to do, but also on yeah, specific dates, right? But, yeah, um, because yeah, otherwise we'd still be putting people in stocks and throwing rotten fruit at them and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think and we spoke over each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but then, yeah, so I, I wonder if, um, say if if Alabama gets to the Supreme Court and it's overturned, and then I don't know what stage is, is has Georgia's law passed or is it is it still on the books yeah. on, on yeah. So you know, do they try or, or you know do then they? I mean, it it seems like these far right states are going to keep trying until it's overturned. So and they'll, the, they'll succeed too, because, like I said, the the way the Supreme Court is is, I think it's five at the moment. Yeah, it's five five Republican, four Democrat. So mm. they, I mean, unless one of the Republicans is a pro-choicer, right? Like, there's just yeah. no, there's no real way to avoid this, and um, mm. yeah, it's going to happen, and that would mean that almost every state would be able to face. Uh, pass a law. I think that, like, obviously, predominantly blue states are going to have a harder time passing laws like that. But I think that, yes, you know, every red state will have it by next year. Mm. <laughs> so I wonder then what would be the outcome from, say, an Alabama or Georgian woman who went to, you know, New Jersey or Vermont or somewhere like that that did have legal? Because I, I know I heard something about. Once she she can still be charged once she gets back to her state. Yeah, Georgia, in Georgia specifically, if you're found to have gone and sought an abortion outside of the state, um, you can be charged with murder. Wow. Mm-hmm. But what if you never go back there? Like, so you would have to move. Yeah, you'd have to relocate. So that's that's something that. I mean, honestly, that's the only solution at this point because mm. the American people are just not willing to participate in their own democracy at 
a level that would make it an actual democracy, you know, like Mm -hmm. where the majority of people are participating. But so, I mean, they're now in a position, like women are now in a position in the United States of America where if they want to have full bodily autonomy, you have to move out of those states. Like you, you would have to. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe not um, Alabama because they haven't criminalized it. They've only said they won't. They won't be offered in the state. Wow. So it's not. Okay. It's not criminal criminalized in Alabama, Mississippi, or Ohio. Um, it's just Georgia. Okay. So it, yeah, at this point, it's at. It's at the point where Georgian women would have to have to move. Move. Yes. Yeah. But wouldn't wouldn't that be that'd be that'd be great if and you know one of the it, it would go down in history as one of the great protests of all time if the women of Georgia did move. Like uh-huh. obviously, you know, it wouldn't be necessarily to be permanent. Um, but if they just had a massive walkout, a, a convoy of women just leaving the state and saying, we're not coming back until this is fixed. Well, see, here's <laughs> the problem with that. That sounds, it sounds good. Just like Alyssa Milano's yeah. sex strike. Oh, you know, yeah. that was, that was, you know, on some level you think in your head as a woman, you think in your head, you know, men really like to fuck. And if you just take that away, you rule the yeah. world, right? And yeah. It sounds good in your head, but it doesn't really work, right? Cause we also like to do it. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that, that was the big criticism to what Alyssa Milano had said. And yeah, said, well, hang on. Women like to do it too. And it's also, it's not like, you know, you're punishing all men for something mm. that is the result of women and men in a specific group yeah. who have yeah. done. But anyways, um, if all women left... Georgia. Part of the problem is that some of a lot of the women in Georgia are conservatives. They're yes. they're Republicans, and the the laws that this will affect are going to be young people. And young people, like for instance, in Ohio, when they passed this bill, there was at that specific time there was an eleven year old girl who had yeah. been raped by a twenty six year old man and got pregnant, and she would not have been allowed to have an abortion because I believe she didn't know that she was pregnant until it was like 10 weeks or something like that. Cause she's 11 and you don't think about mm. those things. Right. Yeah. So she would not have been allowed. Luckily that was happening before it came into effect. And, and I believe it doesn't come into effect in Ohio until July, I think. So I believe she can still, okay. you know, have that yeah. taken care of, but that, in the state of Ohio, that little girl, despite the fact that she was raped, and this is a product of a crime, a violent crime, she would have still had to have permission from her parents, or she would have had to take it in front of a judge and um, in order to get an abortion, mm-hmm. even without that law being yeah. passed. Like that law wow. would say no. This, the law that, that they have now that would allow her to have an abortion, she still would need a parental permission yeah. and, and or a judge. Um, so that complicates things because like in Georgia, if all of the women 
who didn't agree with this law left, you'd still have a lot of women in Georgia. And yeah, those exactly. women have children. They have little girls who are gonna sadly end up being raped. Some of them, some of them are going to be, you know, subject to acts of incest. And they are also going to make mistakes and find themselves pregnant when they don't want to be, you know, and their moms who are Republicans haven't left the state. So leaving the state, although it sounds like a good idea, yeah, we need all women to understand that their rights are being attacked before that would work. Yes. And, and it goes back to what I said at the start that it's not men versus women. It's, um it's the right and yeah like you 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 right you wouldn't get all the women to leave because there are women who support these laws there has yeah, it, to be otherwise they wouldn't be laws at all yeah i would so, i would go so far as the majority in in georgia yeah. would would be supportive of these laws because even even liberal women like women who um who support other things that are more progressive would still be against abortion in the state of, of Georgia because it's a highly yes. Christian state. Like, yeah, I, I would say even people of minority groups who live under the poverty line, even they would be um, pro-life. Don't like that yeah. term. No, definitely not. Well, that's like, like I um, spoke about the, the governor of, Missouri, and I think I posted on Facebook and and on Twitter that he was saying he was going to be, he wanted to be governor of the the most pro life um, state in in the U.S. And his state has killed eighty eight people over the last I think thirty years. That's yeah. not pro life. It's no. not that the state can't be killing people and claim to be pro life. It just doesn't work like that. And I think. Um, Alabama actually executed a prisoner the day after, after that. Yeah. yeah, that the law was was signed in. So, yes, it definitely, you, you cannot, um, you, you cannot call anti-abortion pro-life. They are two different two different stances. Definitely. Yeah, yeah for sure, because. All of these babies that are going to be forced to, like the women who are going to be, be forced to carry these babies to term, all these babies who are going to be born, like there'll be a handful of them that'll be cared for well. But for the most part, they're going to be kids who grow up under the poverty line. They're going to be in the foster care system. Yep. They are going to they're be... they're not wanted. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's going to be a huge burden on you know, the taxpayers, there's going to be more people on welfare. It's, it's just, it's bad. And like, I, I get it. Like I struggle with the topic myself. I'm not going to lie. I don't like the idea of ending a heartbeat under any circumstances. It yeah. bothers me, right? That mm -hmm. bothers me. But there, there is a fully grown viable human being <laughs> that is being affected by that. And that has to take precedence yes over the glob little glob that has a heartbeat that yeah. hasn't experienced life yet you know that cannot take precedence over this fully grown person even if this fully grown person 
made mistakes, you know, like, yeah, it's, you know, this person has feelings and emotions and people they love. And, you know, whereas this is not really a person yet. And no, sure, it will be and it has a heartbeat. But, you know, there's a whole bunch of different ways to look at when life begins and when life ends. There are, you know, plenty of situations where we have, um, you know, had people have their heart stop and, and been revived. Right. So they're not, you're not, you're not, the the heartbeat isn't necessarily what determines whether you're alive or dead. No, no. There's all kinds of things that you have to consider. And I think that that's, it's just not so cut and dry where you can say no, never. Right. Like it's just not that cut and dry. You can't do that. Yeah. And I, I always go back to, that the alternative is if you if you're banning abortions then you you must willingly say i am pro forcing a woman to remain pregnant against her will because mm-hmm. that's the opposite yeah. you can let her not be pregnant or you can force her to be pregnant even though she doesn't want to be yeah and now every time i mention this to pro or an anti-abortion anti-choice person they say but use contraception and i i have to point out no no it's too late she's pregnant yeah contraception (laughs) doesn't help a pregnant woman at all never will yeah because she's pregnant contraception is there to try and help you not become pregnant so once you're pregnant contraception's out the door it's not an option and then they go, oh, but, you know, they can be effective most of the time and blah, no, it's still too late. Um, and then you say, okay, what next? And I, I, I ask them, I say, are you going to be willing to personally strap a woman down to a gurney for the duration of her pregnancy to ensure that she doesn't seek an abortion oh no well we don't want to do that you know no hang on you have to if you're going to tell her that she can't get an abortion then you have to prevent her from doing it Uh, and i say are are you going to lock her in a room like a padded cell for the for the nine months that she's pregnant and you know even even if you do that how are you going to stop her doing something to herself Mm -hmm. and they never have answers because yeah. all they want is to not allow abortions. They don't think of the consequences of that. They don't think of the other side of what are you going to do to this woman, this living, breathing human being with rights, what are you going to do to her to prevent her from doing what she wants to do to her own body? Yeah. And, I heard and they a... don't have answers. I heard two really amazing arguments that kind of help clarify the argument for people who are against abortion. So, um, which I, I don't like that either because I'm against abortion. It's not that people want to get abortions. Right? Yeah, like nobody's out there just getting no one's pregnant. Pro abortion. abortion. Not, That's the other yeah, thing. It's that not that like needs a, to be a fun practice. activity. Okay, this is yeah. nobody likes it. Um, but sometimes it's the better option and. Yes. But anyways, some of the arguments I've heard, one of them was, um, okay, if you have, if you have, 
let's say a neighbor who is dying of some kidney disease and you have a kidney and you match in every way that's important. I don't know how this stuff yeah. works. But <laughs> yeah. So I'm just, if I sound like I'm uneducated, I am. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it, let's say you can donate a kidney to save that person's life. Should it be legislated that you have to? Like, yes. should it be legislated that you have to? Because ultimately that's what you're saying is that, yes. that, you know, this child needs your body for life. This, this, being needs your body for life at this point. Yep. And they're telling you that you have to do that for that yeah. being. And ultimately, if you put that into the real world, that's what it would look like. It would be like, if you can donate mm -hmm. bone marrow or plasma or an eyeball, you still got the other one, right? Yeah. If you can donate a kidney or something like that, and you still live, should yes. it be the law that you have yeah. to? Because that's the same thing. It is. It is the same thing. And then the, the 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 other argument that I've heard that makes a lot of people think is if you have like a fertilized embryo in this hand, and a you know a child in this hand, like a fully grown no a, a fully grown woman in this hand. Yeah you know and and either one is going to die like you can't save both of them from whatever yeah. is threatening them <laughs> which <laughs> one do you save yeah right you all, you're going to save the woman cuz this isn't really a baby yes, you know exactly. and and it's it's just had, it's so hard i had one christian i did the um you know the there's a fire and there's a, a um you know the the liquid nitrogen container um you know with a thousand embryos in it and a five-year-old and the room's on fire yeah and you yeah. can only carry one of them out who do you carry out and you would think everyone would say the child yeah i had one christian say that if i knew that all those embryos would guaranteed to be implanted and woman would give birth to a baby i would save the embryos and let the child die what and i said no you've got to be joking and she said that is, no that's like the same as saying that like just getting your period is murder <laughs> like, i know <laughs> i i was flabbergasted or like, for a guy, well of course nothing that the guy does in this situation is a problem right because you can get pregnant by accident and he gets the choice, right? He yeah. can take off and he can have nothing to do with that kid immediately. And he gets the choice. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna make abortion illegal and you're gonna force people to carry women to carry and trans men as well, that's important to mention yeah. that because trans men can also get pregnant. And if you're gonna force these people to carry to term. I think you should have to force the the dad to yeah the father be should be involved yeah yeah why are you only forcing the woman yeah Sorry. I know well, it's because it's not it's just it doesn't affect the lawmakers and yeah. of course in in I believe it was in Iowa the person who signed it into law the governor was a woman um, okay. and. 
and there are women who support this. And that's a really good point is that there are women who support this. There are women who are anti-choice and they, they are just, I mean, I don't know. I think because some of, we found out too that some of the lawmakers have had um, like their mistresses get pregnant and sent them for abortions. Yeah. So obviously yes. on a fundamental <laughs> level, they believe it's a good choice to have, right? Like, yeah. so I don't really know. I think it's honestly, I think it's just, I don't really understand why they're doing this to be honest. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't know what they, the, the, that they hope to get out of it and i want to mention something on that first but going back to the analogies i saw the other day someone just posted an egg and said is this a chicken yeah and if you answered no then you have to understand why an abortion isn't murdering a child I yeah that, that that's not bad either yeah but what what these people have failed to understand or i i believe have failed to consider is the outcome of what introducing these laws means. Mm -hmm. And the outcome is that whatever the abortion rate is, instead of having that many abortions, you're going to have that many unwanted children. Well, not necessarily, because women are going to seek illegal abortions. They it, it, A law well, against yes. abortion has never stopped abortion. Yes, Abortions will be done in back alley dirty old places and with coat hangers and all different ways yeah. women are going to be poisoning themselves trying to get rid of it, it yeah. you will not ever avoid this you will never yeah. avoid women seeking abortions the choice is only between do you want safe clean abortions which nobody Legal. is excited about no or do you want women to endanger themselves and, and and go get these these illegal abortions because that's what will happen but also there will be an influx of unwanted children and yeah. sure some of those kids are gonna get adopted some of those kids are gonna find someone to care and love for them that that is definitely going to happen but mm. the majority of the kids born this way are going to enter the foster care system, they're going to live under the poverty line, they're going to end up criminals, they're going to end up in prison, and you're going to end up with more families on welfare and more people mm. living under the poverty line, and that increases crime. So, yeah. I mean, you're just, it's just a... Well, the governors who are friends with the people who own the private prisons, their mates will be getting richer, so they'll yeah. probably be happy. But, yes, yeah. yeah, so I was talking um, more like their goal, like the goal of no abortions. Yeah. Right. So if we take illegal, because yeah, I have said that too. You know, making abortions illegal doesn't stop them. And yeah. why they like all these pro-gun people? They say you know, if if you make um, guns illegal, only criminals will have guns. So if you make abortions illegal, uh, uh, only criminals will perform abortions. So, but people are going to die. I mean, that's the other thing too. I, I keep getting different thoughts and I'm speaking as they come. There's so much about but this. Women, like, women are going to die not because they're going to seek abortions that are not safe and they're not going to be performed by proper professional healthcare people 
mm-hmm. and and they're going to die. So how how's that for pro life? But yeah, if if the goal is no abortions, and you know you do remove the illegal factor, and and yes, there are going to be certainly I've I've read stories of, of women who considered abortions were talked out of it and are now indeed very much in love with and happy with the child. And and I'm not saying that's never going to happen. Of course that's going to happen as well. Mm-hmm. But there are the the outcome of the law in 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 large is the birth of unwanted children. That mm-hmm. that's what this is mandating. That's what this is enforcing. And I want I want these lawmakers to explain to me how that's a good thing. The, the other side of that, when you said like that there you will be able to find some, a few women who are forced to carry it to term and then fall in love with this child and, and are glad that they had it. You can also find women who have had abortions who now have a child that they were prepared for and ready yes, to have. Exactly. Who they love. And that child wouldn't be here if if those abortions yeah. didn't happen or that abortion didn't happen. So it's it's just, it's all about choices and it's about personal choices is what it comes down to. Yeah. And um, yeah, you just made me think I've seen um, like kids and you know, it's, you, you can always tell when a kid's holding a, a sign at a protest that they have no clue about. And you know that there's an adult who has told them, hold this sign. But I've seen kids saying, I'm glad my mum wasn't pro-choice, i.e., you know, I'm alive because she didn't get an abortion. But, yeah, if you could find those second pregnancy kids, you could say, I'm alive because my mum was pro-choice and get them to hold that sign up. Yeah, that's like that's what we say about my, my brother because my brother was, my mum had a miscarriage in between me and my brother. and. She only wanted two kids. Yeah, and right. We wouldn't have my brother if she hadn't had that miscarriage, and it sucks that she had it. I remember she was really sad. Yeah. But um, it gave us my brother, which is better. So I mean, obviously, we would have loved and cared for that other child yeah. much, but exactly, you know, it turned out the way it did, and it's great. So. But something else that I wanted to mention about Alabama is that because now it is <clears throat> it is mandatory for rape victims to carry the pregnancy to term, uh, they also, in the law in Alabama, allow for convicted rapists to sue for custody and visitation rights of those children. Wow. So not only are you forced to carry the baby to term, but you might have to fight for custody for that baby once it's born or hand it over to the rapist father. Yeah. Um, and you might have to share custody. So you might have to, to spend the next 18 years, 18 to 19 years of your life with your rapist co-parent. Yeah. Oh, that's just... So they, they, they're giving... The, the rapist gets more say pretty much than the woman who's pregnant mm-hmm. I, I just i don't understand and again what what are they hoping to get out of that what 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 kind of 
upbringing is a kid going to have when they know that, you know, every second weekend or whatever it is, a mum who didn't want them and not only didn't want them, didn't want the act that led to them. Like this wasn't a, you know, a one-night stand after a party. This wasn't a loving relationship that, you know, had sex one time where contraception failed or they forgot to use it or whatever even. Like this is a a woman who didn't want to have sex at the time, didn't want to become pregnant, who now has to hand their kid over however often to a person who raped them because uh, they weren't allowed to terminate the pregnancy that they didn't want. It is it's scary in in a handmaid's tale way. And yeah. that's what I yeah. said. Yeah, I mean, that is literally what a handmaid's tale is, that's, isn't it? That's what I said to somebody who I was arguing with on Twitter about like get the fuck out. Like that that would be my response. I don't I don't care what my situation is. If I'm living in Alabama and I yeah. have because I have a teenage stepdaughter, okay. If if I have um, you know, a teenage stepdaughter and or a daughter or something like that who who could be exposed to these problems and issues, I'm getting the fuck out. And yeah. somebody was arguing with me about the fact that it's difficult to move. And I'm like, of course it's fucking difficult to move, but it's not impossible. And you have to decide, is that difficulty more important or is the rights of your daughter more important? These are the things that you have to ask. And, um, you know, obviously there's situations where people are co-parenting and you have to have both parties in, in agreement if you move, which makes it a lot more difficult. But in situations that are not like that, where you have the freedom to move, go get the fuck out because eventually you're gonna have to escape. Like that's yeah, where this is going. Exactly. You're yeah. gonna have to be like Alfred. Be... You're gonna have yeah. to be smuggled out. <laughs> yeah, it won't be the option to move. Yeah, it'll be voluntary people smuggling. Like you're gonna have to say, yes, please, please smuggle me out of this yeah. area because you know, I'm a prisoner. Yeah. I have it, no choices. You people know. say, oh, it'll never get that bad. It'll never get bad, that bad. You'll be, you're being dramatic. People said that about this bill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They said that about this bill. It'll never be that dramatic. It will never be that bad. It'll never be to the extent that people who have been raped have to carry their children to term. It'll never be like that. It'll never be that bad. Well, guess what? It fucking is. It is. And it's going to get worse because I haven't seen an increase in 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 participation in politics in the no. United States of America by anybody except for the right. So yeah. at some point, yep. you're going to have to put two and two together and figure out that you are in danger and you need to get out. Mm. Um, there's a great line in The West Wing um, written by Aaron Sorkin and spoken by the character CJ um, played by Academy Award-winning actress Alison Janney. And I, I don't know if it come came from a real-life politician that they, they then put in the show or whatever, but um, she says she's at a, 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 a motivate people to vote rally, and she says decisions are made by those who show up. Mm-hmm. And when the far right and the, the Christian right and the conservative right or whatever you want to call them are the, are the people... Um, um, what, what what's the word? M starts with M. 
Anyway, it doesn't matter. When they're the pe people who are getting up and going to the voting booths and they're the people mobilising. Yeah. And they're the people mobilising and participating and getting the base up to go and vote, then those are the laws that are going to get in. Mm -hmm. Now, that I think it was um, Patton Oswalt who said um, when it was becoming more and more clear that the um, Mueller report was going to find no collusion with Russia. I mean, I know there's a lot of stuff hidden in there that's been redacted or whatever, but, you know, there's no collusion out of that. Um, anyway, that report, he said, maybe the, the more scary thing is that the people of America just simply voted in a way that let Trump into the White House. Like, that is more scary than the fact that maybe there was some Russian collusion going on and they, I don't know, did whatever, hacked something behind the scenes or, or whatever happened. But the fact is that too many Americans don't see this trend towards hands-made-tale as scary because that is what they want. Mm -hmm. They are far-right, they are Christian conservatives, and I, I, I am sure that a lot of them would move to to Gilead if they if they could, mm -hmm. because that's what they want. And I think at the 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 very bottom line of the problem is, and I, I get it. I, I, there are so many Americans that I love and adore, and their their politics is, you know, so very much aligned with mine, and you know, left wing and progressive and stuff. So I get that not all Americans are the same. I understand. But there are so many who are. There's so many on the right. Mm -hmm. And, you know. It, and they're it, more active. And that's that's the problem. They're yeah. just more active. You know, they're we have active. on the left, sadly, we're full of lazy, complacent jerks who love mm. to play video games. <laughs> you know. And we love our Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, and. It, it, the, the, I think that, yeah, the scariest part of all for me is what if the left does mobilise? Thank you, me, for remembering the word again. And what if the right does mobilise? And what if we get a 95-plus percent turnout at a US election and the right still gets in? That's the scary thing. It wouldn't. Oh, I don't know, though. It wouldn't know if you look at yeah, there is. But if you look at polls on specific issues and you look at the data, it's slowly changing. More and more Americans are progressing, and and that's just the way things go too. When with time passing, right? Like the next yes. generation, like like if you go into my daughter's high school, nobody gives a shit if you're gay or not, right? Yeah. Nobody. But if you went into my high school at the time when I was there, which was a million years ago, <laughs> you'd find people who cared, right? And and it's just it's just the natural progression everywhere that we move we move forward with our ideas. And I think the the failure here is in the American democratic system. And that is that is it. It is it is it is set up for rich people. It is an oligarchy. It is set up mm. for for corporations and wealthy people and those people tend to be older with 
less progressive views and that's just the way that it is and yeah until they have some kind of like reform with their democratic process it's just going to keep yeah. being like this it's going to go from from you know i mean the, the years with obama were okay but they still there's still a lot of crap that i didn't like going on down yeah. there not to say that canada's perfect it's absolutely not yeah. but you know it's until those reforms happen until mm. you pull money out of politics because all we're, we're getting a little conservative wave up here too which is really yeah. scary it's really scary like just the next province over in alberta we just elected like a fucking nazi and it's no joke um and and then uh, doug ford in in toronto look him up oh my gosh and uh and faith goldie faith goldie who i believe slept with richard spencer and she she's 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 our our canadian ugh, i can't even say that she's canadian but she's canadian but she's she was arguing with tommy Lahren about this bill going too far she was defending oh, it God. Yeah. Wow. So we're we're having the same problems in Canada because we just have a complacent left. We have a left like there are lots of people on the left who are who are outspoken and active and but just not enough. It's just not enough. And yeah. we unfortunately people on the left don't vote. Mm. Well, in my state Victoria, we have a the easily the best so we don't have governors we have premiers and he's e easily the best state premier i've ever lived under and uh, we he he just he posts on on facebook a lot and it's just you know upcoming policies or latest laws and, and one of those um every um government run um I think high school, but probably primary school as well. Um, free pads and tampons in in the in the girls' toilets because he said they're just a necessity. Mm -hmm. You know, we we don't expect girls to have to bring them from home all the time, and you know, like toilet paper, it's just something that schools are going to provide from now on. Mm -hmm. And um, he passed a law uh, a little while ago now that protesters aren't allowed within 150 meters of an abortion service provider so you know i've seen photos of planned parenthood where women are, are walking down this corridor of people screaming at them and holding signs and stuff um but here no you cannot do that mm -hmm. the, the 150 meters away you have to be at least and, yeah same here yeah we have a really good premier too premier horgan he's awesome horgan. um he uh he blocked uh this big oil pipeline it's a big issue here and now alberta is trying to put the pinch on us by rising gas prices and it's it's just like alberta's very it they have a lot of oil there and a lot of natural gas and stuff like that mm -hmm. so there's a lot of money in alberta and it's it's old oil money and oh, yes. so it's okay. attached to a lot of conservatives and yeah. of course people um you know they don't really care about the environment when it comes to money and yes i don't know if you've seen pictures of bc but it's kind of pretty and we don't yeah. want to fuck it up so um 
so a lot of people in BC are. What do you mean you don't know? You know I've seen pictures of BC. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's beautiful here, and we just don't want to mess it up. So yeah, yeah, that is. We're kind of having a standoff with Alberta about it right now. So basically, the, the the US left has to stop complaining about the right and actually get out and vote. And and that's that's what it comes down to. Like you know, before when I said, well, if all the women left Georgia and you know Alyssa Milano's sex ban and all this stuff, it, it doesn't matter. What yeah. matters is your vote. And going right back to the start of our show, where you said, you know, people have got to stop saying they don't care about politics because mm-hmm. you know one day you, you the women folk will be wearing. The red cloak and the white hood, and mm. you know it, it will it will be bad. So you gotta vote. You just I, I've cried in in the past when dictators have been torn down, you know, and overthrown, and you know the, a country has their their first election in however many years. I remember when it happened in um, the Czech Republic. I think it was with Slobodan Milosevic when he yeah. was overthrown, and yeah. you, 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 like. Because people here, like we call it Democracy Sausage Day, because everywhere you vote runs a sausage sizzle. Because we vote a, a lot at schools, and so the local primary school will run a sausage sizzle that day to raise funds. So we call it Demos- Democracy Sausage Day. And on Twitter, if you use the hashtag #OzVotes, A U S V O T E S, it comes up with an emoji of a sausage in bread, like. Yeah. Look at this Australia, man. <laughs> it's pretty good. And so, yeah, that's what we call it, Democracy Sausage Day. And people go, oh, you know, got to go out and vote, damn it, blah, blah, blah. But then you think, well, you know, people have fought and died for the right to do this. So let's not let's not bag it too much, you know. Like I know it yeah. can be a pain. The, the thing I hate most about voting is the people lining up to give you how to vote cards. You know, the mm. little pamphlets, vote for me, vote for me, vote for me. If you're walking walking to a, a polling booth and you don't know how to vote, there's something wrong that some bit of paper is not going to help you. But when I went and voted, I noticed that everyone w- was lined up with their little cards and they were all facing down this way. So I actually walked down the road around them and went in the door and didn't have to walk past any of them. Because, yeah. I, I, I mean, I know... People want to go and vote and they want to definitely vote how their preferred party wants them to vote, not just as number one, but the rest of the numbers as well. But I've, I've never needed to know. I, I, I always know who I'm going to vote for and in what order. So, yeah, me too. Anyway, that's, that's another side issue. Yeah. So yes. we should probably wrap this up. Yes. Because my headphones just went do-do-do-do, which means they're dying. Oh, right. Um, and but before we go, I just wanted to mention to you that I was talking to my son and he is obsessed with New Orleans, which is entirely my fault because I am yeah. also obsessed with New Orleans. When I was when I went, I was pregnant with him, so I always joke that we've been there before together. But oh, okay. um nice. anyways, he really wants to go there, but I'm not comfortable taking him there because he's a Mexican national and I just yeah. I, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like we get stopped every single time we've ever went through the states when we have him he gets stopped we all get through fine me my daughter my husband we all get through fine yeah. he every single time gets stopped 
and I know it's because he was born in Mexico. Um, yeah. So, and, and we haven't been since Trump has been in. So I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I just, I don't feel comfortable taking him. And so I said, well, what's your second choice? And he said, Australia. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. He really wants to go to Australia. Bring him. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so fun. Yeah. I'd love to take him to a, a, a footy game. At the yeah. MCG, eighty thousand people—that'd be, that'd be damn cool. Yeah, he'd he'd love that. And a little Canadian Mexican Collingwood <laughs> mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. All right. Well, we should wrap. Thank this you, everybody. Up. And yes, thanks for yeah. joining us. And if you want to support these episodes, go to Patreon.com/slash/CommonHeathens. And as we said at the beginning of the show, we are now running in the red. By two dollars a month so if you want to hop wow. on to patreon and get us back in the black that would really help out with my credit card statements even though it's only two dollars i'm fine with you know putting that out there <laughs> but anyways you can follow us on twitter at common heathens on facebook.com slash common heathens and mr oz is at mr oz atheist on twitter and I am at godless underscore mom on Twitter. And we hope that you enjoyed this and that you have an awesome weekend. Same. Thank you very much, Bye. everyone. Bye.